Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host Danny, and today is another solo podcast where I'm going to be talking about the importance of adapting your approach, your service, the service that you provide and taking on board feedback from the people you work with as time goes on if you are an online coach or personal trainer in the fitness industry and in fact this podcast will be applicable to other areas of business as well you know people who work in other industries maybe have their own businesses provide a service to a group of people that they're trying to target it's important that all of us are open-minded and willing to adapt our approach and take on board feedback from the people we're working with but I'm obviously going to talk from experience in the fitness industry because that is where my speciality lies and I've been working in the fitness industry quite a while now so I first started as a one-to-one personal trainer back in 2015 and here we are now fully online Um, so yeah I've been in the industry quite a while and I have certainly adapted the service that I provide and my approach as time has gone on it's been really important to do that as my target audience has changed as technology has advanced and there are much more options when it comes to things like online coaching and actually delivering that service um and as my my level of knowledge has progressed obviously the way that I deliver the information that I provide has changed over time um, and it's just really important to be open-minded and willing to grow with the industry and willing to grow with your target audience as well and make sure that you're ultimately delivering a customer-centered experience. So we're not just, you know, trying to look better than other online coaches. We're not just trying to, to a certain element, we do want to consider what works well for us as individual coaches, because if something works well for us, we're going to be much more efficient in delivering the service that we provide. And we're going to be much better at getting the information across in a way that suits us coaches as individuals. So that does come into it. But we also need to take into account the customer experience and their feedback and almost be willing to accept criticism as well um, from some from the right people, not from everybody, but from the right people, the people that we trust, the people that we respect um, people that we look up to such as mentors and ultimately the people that we're providing a service to so our customers our clients um so yeah things have definitely you know changed a lot for me I won't go over everything in a lot of detail but I'm gonna give some examples of recent changes I've made to the service that I provide and how I deliver that service 
Um, but I've certainly come a very long way. I mean, when I first started as a personal trainer, it literally, for me, used to be pen and paper. Like, that is how I started, pen and paper, um, personal training people, and then quite swiftly moved on to Google Sheets and just used to use spreadsheets with my clients um, before eventually moving on to an app. But I won't bore you with the finer details of that. I just wanted to give you some perspective of how much the the service that I provide has actually changed and how different the industry was back in 2015 in comparison to where it is now because back then everybody used to use pen and paper and um everybody just used to use like very basic spreadsheets so things have absolutely like completely changed and catapulted in the fitness industry and it has just grown immensely which in many ways has been a great thing because it's enabled us all to provide much better services to the people that we're serving and a much more seamless customer experience Um, and you know clients having databases where they can log their performance and they can track whether they're applying progressive overload and they can log their progress via progress fixtures Uh, nice and easily without just sending their coaches the progress pictures over whatsapp all of that is amazing and it's really really positive so it's very important to have an open mind um and not be stuck in your ways when it comes to this this type of thing um so the first point that i wanted to touch on is that as time passes and as time has passed since i first entered the industry the standard of coaching and personal training has improved and is constantly improving. There are more and more coaches coming up into the industry. And so because of that, it's naturally going to get more and more competitive as time goes on. And therefore, to be able to stand out from the crowd, you're going to have to put much more effort in because it's more competitive because it's more saturated many more people are realizing that you know there are other alternative industries that they can work in there are other ways of making money as opposed to just doing a nine-to-five job which you know when we were younger we thought well I certainly thought that that was one of the only ways but people are becoming more open-minded now and considering their options and coaching is definitely one of those options that's becoming a lot more popular um and so yeah like I said you're going to have to put more put much more effort in to be able to stand out from the crowd um and so your service is going to have to adapt and change as time goes on and as you know new software becomes available you might have to take that into account um as time goes on you're also going to have to make sure that you're constantly getting better at doing your job constantly furthering your education in the areas that are going to mean that your coaching service improves so what i mean by that is you know you could further your knowledge in so many different areas And I think people often end up doing that quite aimlessly 
when in reality they should consider their their target audience or their weaknesses as a coach right now and enhance those areas or improve their knowledge in areas that would actually benefit the people that they work with as opposed to doing generic qualifications and generic courses. Generic courses are obviously great to begin with but then once you do have a target audience and you know who you want to work with and who you do work with it will pay off to improve your knowledge in a way that's going to enhance the service that you provide and in a way that those customers are going to benefit from your service. So that's something to think about as well when you are adapting and you are improving and you're striving for more, you're striving to be the best coach you possibly can be. Think about how you can do that in line with who you actually want to help and that will help your your business and the way that you feel when you're doing your job as well because you'll feel much more competent you'll be able to communicate much more clearly and you'll be able to essentially do a much better job so that's something that I would encourage all of you who are personal trainers and online coaches to think about really really think about secondly as you progress through your career you may find that, and this can tie into the point on improving your knowledge, you might find the coaching style that actually suits you and your client's best changes as time goes on. An example is you might get better at speaking as opposed to communicating over written message. You might, or on the flip side of that, you might be someone who is much better at writing or gets better at writing as opposed to speaking. Um, So either way, you need to take that into account. Like how do you communicate best? Because how you communicate best is going to impact the service that you provide. If you're no good at writing, then don't do written check-in responses. Do audio, so voice notes or Loom videos or something like that and make sure that you're able to communicate the information that your clients need effectively. For me, that is definitely not written message. Like I sometimes, I take so long to write a message out and I'm even like this with my friends on WhatsApp. I just really struggle to write mess long. I don't mind obviously short messages, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not that bad, but when it's like a long message, I, I'm I'm a voice note kind of gal. I would much rather voice note um, and my clients know that as well. And that's reflected in the service that I provide. Um, so you've got to think about your strengths as a coach and how you communicate best when you're deciding what service to deliver and that can change like I said as time goes on and it's important that it does in line with your your coaching style and what suits you best and on top of that your clients might prefer one type over the other but what I will say with that is you're going to be coaching for a long time and it's important that you're able to provide quality information over your coaching career and it's important that you're able to communicate the information that you need to communicate effectively. So when it comes to the format of things like checking responses, I would generally advise going with whatever your strength is as an individual, as a coach, rather than your client's preference 
and then you will attract the clients that are best suited to that communication method as opposed to the other way around unless you really want to get better at like speaking for example because if you really hate speaking then forcing yourself to speak is not going to be an enjoyable process and you might never get to a point where you really enjoy speaking um and if you enjoy what you do you're going to put much more time energy effort into it and therefore provide a better service so I would argue on that point going with your strength as a coach and then you will eventually attract the clients who also prefer that communication method rather than going with what you think people will prefer um so that's my take on that my personal opinion um, but yeah, you you need to take this into account. And um, if you're impartial, so if you don't mind what method you use, or um, yeah, say say you currently use written message to communicate with your clients, and you do written checking feedback, but you don't mind doing voice notes, you don't mind doing loom videos. It's just that you haven't done them yet then it's important to ask for feedback from the clients that you are working with so that you're providing them with the best service possible for them, the best client experience and therefore getting them the best results possible by doing so. An example of this is actually recently I have moved over to Loom checking feedback. Now, like I said, I've always much preferred voice note verbal communication speaking videos as opposed to written message so I've never had to like force myself into speaking that's never been the case I've always played to my strengths and done voice note checking feedback however about I think it was about a year and a half ago I I have a client Facebook group which is private for my clients only I posted a poll in that Facebook group asking if people would be interested in Loom checking feedback and everybody basically voted for I'm not bothered and so I didn't actually move over to Loom at that point because nobody was was bothered about it at that time. However, a year and a half has now passed since then, roughly, and as many of you will know, my target audience, the type of client I work with has very much changed since then. At the time I was coaching many more bodybuilding competitors and therefore my clients have changed and obviously it's also been a year and a half and clients come and go so my client base has changed since then. Um, And I thought you know what like this was a couple of weeks ago I thought I'm gonna give Loom a shot a go and I'm gonna I'm going to give Loom a shot again and I'm going to see what my clients think because ultimately the only reason I would move over to Loom is for my clients, it's not for myself. For me, I was um, not really bothered either way whether I stuck with voice note checking feedback as I was doing previously or whether I moved over to Loom. So I thought I'll do Loom videos this week, I'll see how it goes, I'll get feedback from each and every one of my clients if they prefer it, I'll stick with Loom. If they don't, I will go back to voice note. And so I tried Loom and every single one of my clients absolutely loved it. Whereas a year and a half ago, nobody was bothered. So 
I've tried it this time around. My clients have loved it and they've really appreciated the loom checking feedback and therefore I'm going to stick with it. So again, that just emphasises the importance of constantly reassessing and auditing the service that you're providing and getting feedback. Don't be afraid to ask the people who you work with for genuinely honest feedback and, you know, be okay with criticism and okay with it potentially being negative. You know, I could have got feedback on those Loom videos and they could have said, Danny, we hate this. But I would have been okay with that because I ultimately just want to provide the best service I possibly can for the people that I work with. And it's not something that would negatively affect me in any way because I genuinely don't mind whether it's Loom or voice note. It doesn't affect me at all. So yeah, just again, it it emphasises the importance of being open to feedback. And if you are a coach or a personal trainer, I would make sure that every now and again, you are checking in with your clients or the people that you work with and saying, look, is there anything that you would like me to do differently? Um, Do you have any requests? Is there any further support that I could potentially provide that you've been wondering about? And be really open-minded to that because you might find something that really levels your service up and therefore attracts more people and ultimately gets your clients better results, which is why we do this. We do this to help people. And if you can help people better, why would you not do that? So constantly be willing to adapt and improve um, and change as the times change and as your clients change and as you grow as a person and as a professional. As well as this, another point is that there's always going to be new software emerging as time goes on and you might want to consider this software for efficiency when it comes to programming or responses any element of your business essentially or to further improve the service that you provide make it more seamless for the client make it more engaging and enjoyable for the client and again I can give an example of this last year I moved from Google Sheets to Trainerize. again this was partially in line with my target audience changing I was no longer coaching people through contest prep and um yeah I was coaching a very different group of people so I now for those of you who don't know I coach people post-show to recover from contest prep and find their life after bodybuilding and find that balance um and find where they they sit their happy place mentally and physically for the rest of their lives Um, And I also coach people in the general population to become fitter, healthier, happier, stronger and progress towards their body composition and training performance related goals in a healthy, holistic manner as opposed to them pushing the extremes and sacrificing their health to achieve body composition goals like you do in bodybuilding. So that's how my target audience has changed um and so back to the point I was actually making a bit of a tangent there um I moved over to Trainerize last year and Trainerize is essentially it's it's a software it's a coaching software so all of my clients have an account on the Trainerize app they have the app on their phone and then when they come to do a training session they'll load up the app 
and they'll have their training session, they'll have a demo video for each exercise and they'll be able to track the load that they use and the number of reps they perform for each exercise that they do. They'll be able to see what they did last session and they will also have all of their nutrition targets on there. So calories and macros, if they have those targets, they may have habit-based targets. I have some clients that do track macros. I have some clients that don't track. Um, so the ones that don't track will just have habit-based targets. They will also have their expenditure targets on the app. So their steps and cardio, if we if we have those measures of progress, they will upload their progress pictures onto the app as well if we use those with that individual um, and then their check-ins will be over on Loom. So the Trainerize app has been great for me because it just means that everything is all in one place and it also means that their progress pictures and things like that will always be stored there um, and will never be deleted due to like you know sometimes whatsapp you have to delete data and things like that because of storage issues and things get lost so it's just nice to be able to have everything in one place and trainerize also allows you to compare progress pictures nice and easily as well so i really like it from that perspective um so yeah i i definitely i'm happy that i've made that move and my clients have really enjoyed it as well which is the number one for me i i care about them and i just want them to achieve the best results possible and enjoy the coaching experience essentially so that i can set them up for long-term success and have them achieve their goals so just a few examples in today's podcast of why it's important to be open-minded to adapting your approach as time goes on as a coach or personal trainer um, and some of the the things that you need to consider when it comes to that so yeah all things that I would take into account and one last point is one-to-one coaching one-to-one personal training the approach that's appropriate for that might differ slightly to online coaching because you're obviously seeing the client in person and um you may I don't know it depends how you run your business you may do your check-ins in person you might need less going on behind the scenes outside of those in-person sessions so that's maybe something to consider there but I still think having something like Trainerize like a data pay, database is very useful for clients and for you as a coach um, regardless of whether you're online or in person um, but one thing will that will differ quite a lot is the way that you market so obviously on online coaches we're trying to to reach people via online means so we're going to have to potentially put much more time energy and effort into things like social media in comparison to someone who is a one-to-one personal trainer and can literally go around their gym smiling at people saying hello making conversations showing people that they're good at what they do in person um and just being friendly and approachable essentially so we as online personal trainers and online coaches have to think about how we can maybe do that and show people that we're approachable, show people that we're knowledgeable and show people that we can get results online. So that's where the challenge comes the in the world of social media. But 
Um, I think it's helpful to think of it that way. Like think about what you would do if you're a gym floor PT and people and you were literally in a gym face space. How would you market yourself there? What would you do in person? You would make sure you're you're friendly, you're approachable, you're smiling, you look like you're enjoying your job. You would make sure that you you appear knowledgeable and professional. We want to replicate that in the online space, ideally, in my opinion. So hopefully some useful things to think about for those of you who are PTs and online coaches. Please let me know what you think. Drop me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is Danny Bosworth. I would love to hear from you. Or drop me an email at hello at dannybosworth.com. And if you are interested in online coaching and you would like to take advantage of my Loom check-in feedback, again, just drop me a DM, a direct message on Instagram. Let me know you're interested in coaching and I will get you booked in for a consultation call completely free of charge. You're not committing to anything. It's just so we can talk through things in a little bit more detail. We can have a catch up about you and your goals, what you're wanting to achieve and where you're at right now. And we can put in place a plan of action to have you achieving those goals. Um, But like I said, you're not committing to anything. It's just so we can have a catch up and it would be really lovely to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to get booked in for a call. I do have a small number of online coaching spaces available at the moment for anyone who is interested. So now is your time. Don't wait on it. Summer is literally around the corner as well for those of you wanting to feel your best selves for your summer holidays. So please don't hesitate to get in touch. Or those of you who want to recover from bodybuilding, recover from contest prep and step into your life post-show, find your balance, find your happy middle ground, that's what I want to help you with. I don't know what I was going to say then. Also, um, if any of you would like any supplements, you can use the code Danny10 at Full Ball Sports to save you a little bit of money. Um, let me know if you do, and that means the world. I don't make any money from that code or anything like that. It's not um, it's not a commission code. It just shows my sponsor that people are coming from the podcast, essentially, um, and that I'm a useful person to have on board the team. But I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Please reach out if you ever need anything or have any questions. I'm genuinely happy to help. And I will see you next week. <laughs>